0: Damn you, old man! Wait, wait. Old ass man. Shut up, old man. You
1: smell like fart. Uh-huh. No, man. Old oh, oh. man. He's so old, he got a podcast on cassette.
0: Oh, fuck your old. Damn it, Wade. Welcome to whatever show this is going to be on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about this let's steal something from another podcast we'll name this podcast later
0: yeah <laughs> like yeah i don't know what fucking podcast this is gonna be on uh but uh while I walk with my guest my best friend my brother i've known him for shit over um 75 of my life uh my best friend my man 50 grand black rabbit <laughs> yo
1: hi or, or did he? <laughs> <laughs> also known as the the resident live uh, commentary analyst for uh, WrestleZone.com. Boom. I write about, about wrestling and I get paid for it. Be jealous. Isn't it fucking great, though? Well, you know, um, it's taken all of the fun out of wrestling for me. Uh, I should say professional wrestling, to, to be specific. I remember I was talking to <laughs> – I was at, like, a funeral or some shit uh, with my father's side of the family, and one of my cousins was like, hey, what are you up to? This is when I first started doing um, some writing for WrestleZone. Oh, I was like, oh, I read about wrestling. He was like, oh, I love wrestling. And then he went into this long drawn out conversation about um, uh, Greco Roman ness and 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 Olympic stat. And I'm sitting there like, I, 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 I'm I'm talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Sorry, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so first what you actually, do, first what you do is get the oil. Once you get the oil, get the oil? <laughs> I remember uh, when I was younger, one of my um, another one of my cousins, he actually wrestled it in, in, in high school. He may have wrestled in college too. This is I, I. couldn't have been more than like fourteen or something like that. <laughs> and we were helping my father move some stuff. So our, this b- big room was empty. It didn't have any furniture in it because we had just moved all the stuff out. Right. I see where this is going. Yeah, you know where this is going. So I was like, "Yo, I heard, you, I heard you. You used to wrestle." He goes, "Yeah, I was, uh, I was alright." I was like, "I was like, okay, yeah, I watched wrestling. I'm sure I, I could take you." He goes, "Oh, word. Me and my, me and my brother." He squared off against both of us. He had both of us tied up in pretzels. I'm convinced that he he took both of us and tied us in a knot.
0: <laughs> he handcuffed you. I'm gonna shove you up your brother's ass.
1: <laughs> yes, basically that is how it ended.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of shoving things up on people's asses, those Mandy Rose leaks. Oh wow, that was a hell of a transition. Oh man, that was, <laughs> that, was that was that was good. Where, can we call them leaks though? No, we can't call them. They're not. Te- they're not leaks. And let me just say this is actually um, another part that I wanted to get into about how people are comparing the Mandy Rose images and why she was fired to why Austin Creed, Page, and Seth Rollins were not chastised or fired. And the difference is one, excuse me, two out of the three were leaked without the person's permission. The other one was doing it and making money from it. There were no leaks. This wasn't a violation of her. This was her making money, and the WWE. And apparently, Mattel was like, "Nah."
1: Well, I'm not even sure if Mattel had the opportunity to get involved. WWE was all over it once they, they found out about it. Um, I, I think that people are stupid, <laughs> and and any reason they can find to denigrate the WWE, that they'll 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 take advantage of it, and. I, By no means am I like a rah-rah-carry, a WWE flag kind of guy. But um, to equate this situation with anything that's happened previously is silly. Because nothing like this has happened previously. Not exactly, at least. And the other aspect of this that's really pissing me off, and it's it's very annoying scrolling through Twitter or being on Facebook because everybody's talking about this shit. We don't really know what happened. Like, there's two stories that are coming out. There's mm-hmm. one that says that the WWE found out and they fired her. There's another side of this where uh, some people are saying that they had a conversation. WB find out, found out they had a conversation about it, and Mandy Rose was basically like, "Nah, I'm not gonna stop this because why would I?" And they were like, "Okay, well, we have to let you go." And Rose was like, "Okay, peace, deuces." That that seems like which
0: a conversation that you would have with someone in any professional setting.
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's a matter—it's a matter of math to, to Mandy. I mean, th- there's reports that she's making somewhere around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month via that site. What's her WWE? Her WWE contract can't be more than three or three or four hundred thousand dollars, if that. A especially year. seeing as how she's yeah, especially seen how she's in NXT. I don't know what her her merch is doing. Um, I don't have merch numbers in front of me, but I, there's no way that it, it would be financially beneficial for her to stop doing that site and and just get dropped on her head for a living. Uh, what kind of a feature is that? She can do this. This uh, I forget what it's called. Adult, adult something. I, I don't know the name of the site that she's using. It's not OnlyFans, but she could yeah. do this for another two or three years and retire.
0: Yeah, and that and that's the funny thing about it. And even if here's the funny thing about it, people always forget that just because you were released or you quit from the WWE, unless you were a complete what did um robot man call him? Unless you're a complete cockhead, You'll be allowed back. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there isn't like you can tell when someone's left on bad terms. Mm-hmm. But um, shit, Zelina Vega was released a year or two ago. Um, said that she had an issue with how things went, and then less
1: than a year later, she was back. It's funny that you mentioned Zelina Vega because in all of this discourse, that's the situation that's the most like this Mandy Rose situation. Zelina Vega got let go because she refused to stop um, streaming on Twitch. Mandy Rose got let let go because she refused to stop doing what? Showing a coochie on uh, adultfriends.bootycall.com or whatever the hell it's called. Slash Mandy Rose. Uh, I
0: think think it's called uh, Demandy's Glazed. (laughs) So if you haven't figured out what exactly we were discussing, Mandy Rose was let go or left the WWE after allegedly they had issues with her posting provocative pictures and videos on a particular website. Now this website is not OnlyFans, it's an alternative to OnlyFans. And as Diddy so eloquently put, it's math. If I'm making $250,000 a month, and we'll say after taxes, let's say they take half of that. That's still $125,000 a month. That's over a million dollars in a year. And that's not including meet and greets. And if she decides to sell her merch or sell shit, even sell now that she's out of the WWE, she can do... <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, I had to. <laughs> Yo, so the,
0: there's nothing I, wrong with that, by the way. There's not there's nothing wrong with that. And the funny thing about it is she could,
1: you know what I mean. I was gonna say she could sell her panties. Man, listen, like, you you were throwing up lob after lob You, you were like she could do she could do, do meetups. She could do. I'm like, oh okay, god, he says one more suggestive thing. I, I'm I'm gonna explode.
0: <laughs> she gonna be on a um on a plane over Europe, <laughs> 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 what is it? What is it like the or uh, international waters? <laughs> it's like you said. It's math. It only makes sense that somebody, if there's no negotiation thing here, if she went in and was like, "Hey, I'm making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month from this." You're only paying me. We'll say, let's say she was on. Let's say she was getting four hundred thousand dollars a year. Let's just say, for shits and giggles, she gets four hundred thousand dollars a year. Right? That still doesn't add up to what she's making now, and she's not. She doesn't have to worry about someone accidentally paralyzing her. In further, Oh, way. I mean
1: <laughs> it depends. I mean. Uh, yeah. Does <laughs> <laughs> this, this man does this Mandingle still shoot? You know, is, is he the one
0: with the knee braces?
1: Knee braces? What the fuck? What kind of what the hell kind of porn are you watching?
0: There's a there's a black dude in porn who has like these giant like knee pads. It's like knee pads and Tim's. Uh, no it's not crime no it's not prime time
1: (laughs) well i mean at this point you never know
0: (laughs) yeah man so it was what it's it only makes sense
1: that she would leave like why not it's the it's the only thing that makes sense the only thing that makes sense never mind the fact that he left wwe i'm pretty sure tony khan has no problem with her spreading it wide on the internet so she can go get a check over there too if she wants to. I'm pretty sure Impact Wrestling doesn't give a shit that that she's 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 fucking you know uh, I don't know name something sexy. I lost my train of thought. Mandy doing Rose. that online, Lady Rose. <laughs> doing, yes, doing herself doing online. Let me tell
0: you. So I- I'm tempted to go by. I'm tempted to go get the uh, the website and send it over to y'all and be like, hey, what do y'all think? Is this worth the 25 a month?
1: <laughs> um, I don't even have to see it to tell you that it's worth the 25 a month.
0: Yeah, man, it doesn't. The WWE is in a very weird situation with the transition of power that's happened this year. It was August, if I'm not mistaken, when Vince was fired, correct? Like August or maybe June, somewhere around the summertime, correct?
1: Mm, it, yeah, it, it happened towards the end of the summer, yeah. So
0: it would only make sense that there's still going to be some issues in play when it comes to what is and isn't acceptable. Outside of the WWE, according to World Wrestling Entertainment. So, who knows what happens next year or the year after when whoever's in charge is kind of like, hey, I don't really have a problem with this.
1: So, oh, I don't like think the... that's going to happen. But,
0: <laughs> you, you know, it's funny you say that, but you never know because we've seen th- how often have we said things this year when. We, with, with regarding WWE, we're like, there's no way this could happen.
1: I mean, I suppose, but the, the as as long as she's still doing this thing, she's gonna be persona non grata as far as WWE is concerned. As soon as that thing stops, she's gonna be welcomed back with open arms. They clearly had big plans for her. Um, it was it was very obvious to you know anyone with eyes that she, her and her group, help keep uh, NXT 2.0 afloat. During that weird, awkward transition phase uh, period, where they were trying to make it seem like Triple H and the Black and Gold and NXT didn't exist anymore, which they were one of the shining. To... Go ahead.
0: No, no, I was gonna say which was absolutely ridiculous. Like even going to the point where they had their new star with a chainsaw saw the NXT sign in half.
1: Yeah, it was that was a little bit too too one of those, <laughs> even for them. Um, but yeah, uh, it was clear that she was about to get brought up to the main roster and, and all that stuff. She was gonna lose the title. She was gonna. Lo- she was dropping that title to Roxanne Perez. Um, regardless, they moved the match up to facilitate this whole release situation. Um, but it was happening, so no one should be upset about that because that that was that was Mandy Rose's destiny was putting over Roxanne Perez. The minute Roxanne Perez was signed, Mandy Rose's destiny was putting that putting that girl over as uh, the the ultimate under, uh, underdog uh, of NXT. So anybody who's who's upset about Rose having to drop the title and thinking this is unfair, grow up. Um, this this is all business. I don't know that there are any hurt feelings here. And at the end of the day, when the two if the two sides wanted to get back together, they totally will.
0: Yeah. Is there a reason why anyone should care about the NXT Women's Champion right now?
1: Like, is she any good? Is she's great. She's good in the ring. She has a like a. I don't want to say this because it's gonna it's gonna sound like I'm putting her on this level. Because she's not, but she has like a weird kind of plucky under underdog Daniel Bryan kind of thing happening. Okay, so yeah, and that's something we haven't necessarily had in the, the women's division in a while. What are you talking ever, about? That really. was um.
0: What are you talking about? That was Liv Morgan all this year.
1: Oh, ugh, don't do that.
0: <laughs> it was that was. Here we go with another segue that I wanted to discuss among like the best and worst things that happened in WWE this year. And for me, Liv Morgan was absolutely the worst thing that WWE did all year. <laughs> like there was uh, there was no <laughs> there was no high points to her. Her run was completely forgettable. And people comparing her to Daniel Bryan and to Kofi Kingston's run have absolutely no idea that there is a plethora of differences between Liv Morgan and the other two gentlemen that I just named chief among them is in-ring ability and likeability I shouldn't say likeability because people love Liv Morgan for whatever reason but I've yet to see her do anything where I went oh my god I was super impressed by that
1: yeah I mean I know sometimes I come off like a dick online when it comes to Liv Morgan Like, I I understand why people like her I understand why the people who like her like her I get it she just doesn't. She does nothing for me.
0: Well, explain um, it, explain her explain promos in the ring.
1: People. It
0: just as far as why people it, like her.
1: Yeah, it's it. the same reason. It's the same reason why uh, people love uh, the elite, Kenny Omega, and the um, Young Bucks. They see themselves in her. I I mean, I, never mind. <laughs> I guess I could I could, I can definitely <laughs> see myself in her. Giggity! No, <laughs> seriously, it's like. Uh, it, they, they they latch onto the these these I can't call them characters because they don't really have characters and that's part of the problem for me. Um, they latch onto these individuals because they see themselves in them in that person. That the 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 wrestler in this case is deep down, it's who that person really wants to be, how they want to see themselves. The the plucky underdog, sprightly blonde, or the 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 ramen noodle head. Pseudo homosexual prancer wrestler guy that Omega is like. They, there's they see themselves in them. <laughs> Did you call him Poodle and Noodles head? Yeah, his hair looks like Poodles and Noodles to me. Him and the girl from um, Ozark could be um, <laughs> could, could be related. You know, do not. In, just, and and Dolph Ziggler is their cousin.
0: Do, do not just, like, <laughs> the 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 amazing actress and woman from Ozark, in Dolph Ziggler to fucking Kenny. I don't know how to use a
1: hammer, Omega still have that video saved on my phone i don't know why <laughs> for some reason uh when i scroll when, when when those memories pop up on my iphone if it that's that one's popped up before and it just it still makes me laugh so hard it's like he doesn't know how to use a hammer
0: <laughs> it was like he saw that iron man the opening to the iron man cartoon and just assumed that's how everybody uses a hammer <laughs> but yeah so but Liv morgan and the funny thing about it was is i tried to oh not- i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i,
1: I have to mention this because I, I know you don't listen to jim Cornette's podcast and you know, obviously my mileage with jim Cornette varies and he's a very divisive person in the wrestling community um but i figured you might get a kick out of this now before i say this i like i said i understand why people like kenny, kenny omega he's very talented in, in the ring i, I get it. He, he's just not for me do you want to know what Jim Cornette's nickname for um, Kenny Omega is? I don't. What is it? Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. <laughs> he calls that man Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. That is probably one of the most creative insults <laughs> that I've heard in a very
0: long time. That's that's Kevin Smith level genius. That they, yeah, he basically called him. He basically called him Boo Boo Kitty Fuck.
1: Yeah, basically. That's the white version of Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. <laughs> little little fuck? oh I just wanted to share that
0: so I I see Lynn Morgan and I look at her and I wonder what her title reign would have been like if she would have went up against somebody like let's say Sasha Banks who made Ronda Rousey look like a god in the ring mm-hmm. uh so if she and we've seen Ronda Rousey have some really good experiences, but we've also seen that she's gonna wrestle to the level of the person who's with her, which is why those matches with Liv and Ronda Rousey were atrocious, to say the least. There was yeah nothing.
1: they were they were they were bad.
0: Yeah, and then there was the people. It's funny how people will make excuses for her, but when dude from Hit Row. Accidentally, like almost killed himself on Friday night. They like <laughs> yeah. dug. They dug into yeah. him like. So one can make a mistake, but mm-hmm. not the other.
1: Like, well, uh, you know what that is. That's 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 that's, race? that's a race thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a race thing. Like it uh, this. Like, I'm I'm not gonna make words with you. here, but That's a hundred percent a race thing. If if Top Dollar was a a, a sprightly blonde uh the internet would have been a lot more kind to him um he actually I, they said on commentary that he lost around 100 pounds and I, I he he did he looks a little strange to me and i couldn't figure out what it was and now it makes sense so i can understand why him he said that his knee gave up when he tried to do the dive and that's the reason why he got hung up in the ropes that makes sense but his big ass shouldn't be doing dives to begin with Like i, I don't want to see that nobody nobody wants to see that like for that exact reason but again at the end of the day uh he he's black and he's divisive because he he's he doesn't he doesn't take shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. he's he stands up for himself. So people like that are not gonna get the benefit of the doubt on on the Elon Musk Elon Musk uh, bird out.
0: What is his what is his name? I was I was gonna look up what he said on Twitter because it was actually really good. Top dollar. Because he um, actually showed a picture of him doing said uh move.
1: I feel like I saw him do it in NXT. So he said, "I feel was... like." No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll um. I can. I'll find it. I'll, no, no. I stopped myself because I was thinking. But I,
0: I, I feel like I've seen him do it that before. Yeah. So actually, here we go. He goes uh, once again. I say because some of y'all clearly skipped this part. Some of y'all jokes are actively funny. I have definitely been laughing at some of y'all responses. The match was very was still very dope. Even with my fuck up, I'm grateful. Now, my favorite part was what he said originally when he posted the um, picture of him doing this dive, which was insane. Mm-hmm. I was 50 pounds heavier in this vi- in this video than I am now. My leg gave out on live TV, and some of y'all jokes are actually funny, but calling me a liar is super weird. It could have been a way way worse, so I'm blessed. Y'all don't care though,
1: mm-hmm. and I think oh, he's right. It.
0: And that's the part that cracks me up, or the people who, you know, who may be the most decisive wrestler of the last five years nia Jax, because her stands <laughs> oh my god her stands are they're they're almost beyonce hive level the way they'll defend her but she has literally hurt people <laughs> mm-hmm. and no one is like yo y'all see
1: what she did well the person didn't do nah <laughs> I'm not rolling. I, I don't know what internet you're on, but I ain't never seen no one defending that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe I, I'm thought on, she, I thought she was gonna say like Sasha Banks or something like that. That that tracks for me. But now nah, I must be on I must be on Samoan Twitter because a
0: lot yeah. of people defend her. Yeah, you know, on uh,
1: that BBL Twitter.
0: Let's waiting for her to get nude. <laughs> she yeah. has her OnlyFans or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Ain't nothing naked on there. If if if, if, if she's been naked, I would have found it by now. Shit, I knew about the Mandy Rose stuff like what, like two or three weeks. I was sending it to the group chat. You're like um,
1: a uh, a nudes truffle pig.
0: <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna say uh, celebrity news. Lois and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just try. Notice I didn't say Christopher Columbus because you know I'm not discovering something yeah. that was already there. I'm just, I'm just All
1: mapping right. what's available. You're leaving out the raping and the pillaging. Yep. In the uh, attempt to genocide. Good man. Good man. Good man.
0: So since we're still on the subject of wrestling, who has been the most? What has been the most? Roman
1: Reigns. <laughs> answer any question about what's been the the best of anything this year is Roman Reigns. Is him anybody in his orbit look at where sammy Zayn is in his career right now would that be happening without our tribal chief i don't think so <laughs> no. thank you to, to, to chair uh to steal a, a line from master gable thank you, you. shush no, shoosh. no stop. <laughs> he cracked me up so <laughs> like, it's, it's irritating as fuck and that's the point so it's working yeah.
0: um thank you And here's the best part about what Roman Reigns does. I don't know if a lot of people have watched recently. He doesn't even need to talk anymore. Oh,
1: he's on a whole nother level.
0: One of my favorite moments this year, what he did was when one of the Usos was about to run out of the, the the steel cage when, during the um, war War games, and all he did was reach his hand out and was like, no, and just looked over at uh, Sami Zayn, and just kind of gave a nod like you go, and I was like, "That's not something everybody could pull off."
1: Mm-mm. He was during like, after the after the leukemia thing, before he came back and showed up with Heyman, I I, I read somewhere that he was taking acting classes. Yeah, what he's doing, he was already at like uh whether people want to admit it or not, he was a high level professional wrestler to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like for what his role was. And I don't mean like as the, the top of the company, I mean his role as far as like the uh, the bruiser to match. He did that well enough. Mm-hmm. Something clicked with that dude as far as um, being able to create emotion within the people that are watching him. He didn't have that before. I don't know whether it was the acting cl- classes, was it Almost Dying? Something, the, a, flip, uh, a, a switch got flipped and that man turned into a fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in this bitch. He's out there putting on performances like Sam Jackson in the middle of the ring. Okay, maybe that wasn't a great example, but you get my point. (laughs) You know what I feel like, though? We have always said that when
0: Roman Reigns is allowed to be himself, he's good. We've seen him improv things where he, like, stumbled on words or just kind of went off script. And then, like, there was one instance on SmackDown when, before the pandemic hit, he said something, turned around, looked at the cameras, and winked. And we lost our shit because we were like, more of that. We need more of that from Roman Reigns. We that's what we need from him. So the acting classes, if this is true, just elevated him to a to to as to turn a phrase, god level. Mm-hmm. Was it God
1: on another tier? Well, no, it's 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 uh, greatness on another level. I think is what is what it is.
0: I like I like um, greatness on another tier. Because, like, there, there are tiers to wrestling. Oh, but that in. doesn't
1: spell anything. It's, it spells God. It spells it. Oh, goat. It spells Goat. God on another tier. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Huh. That does work. Look at you. So, like he's, But that's, but
0: he's so fucking good. And like you said, Sami Zayn wouldn't be who he was if it wasn't for the fact that he was, if Roman Reigns wasn't what he's doing now. Now, Sami Zayn has always been a 10 out of 10. He can wrestle. He can speak. He could be annoying. He could be sympathetic. There's nothing. There's nothing. Sami Zayn can do that we haven't seen other people do. Like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But you add him to the Tribal Chief to the beef with him and Jay Uso, and how he made Paul Heyman break. (laughs) When Paul Heyman breaks, that's something else. And then Roman breaks. You you, you're not being Usy. And everyone's like, what? Because even the crowd was like, wait, what What just happened? What, what's going what on? Did he, what did he say? Did he say? <laughs> did he just say, let's see. <laughs> and, like, and he just, and then Roman just kind of, it even took Roman a couple of seconds. And he just threw his hands in his face. And Paul Heyman's just like, oh, my God. And you know what's funny? I'm, I'm going to bet money. Paul Heyman saw dollar signs when he said that.
1: Because well, Paul Heyman has yeah. been around the best. So it's, it's a that was a bar, and it, it was um, it based on the reaction. It got you know, oh, that, that's going on the t shirt. Yeah, I mean, that is going on the t shirt. <laughs> Triple H called Triple H called
0: somebody. He was like, "I'm all, and, the, and the person on the other end was like i 'I'm already making t shirts.' Like <laughs> <laughs> Usy uh, t shirts will be available at the next live show.
1: not even. <laughs> Triple H just snapped his finger and was like Birdie, and all of a sudden, son, somebody went, "Yeah, boss," and the shirts were already made. I picture I picture Triple H snatch
0: snapping his finger and then someone male or female on the other end going, Yes, Daddy <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, like it's 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 awesome. And I'm actually shocked that they only have the tag and the world titles. I was waiting for one of them to get one of like the the US or
1: the Intercontinental title, but for a second, Solo was on the main roster with the North American title, so that was that was their look for everyone to have belts. Well, everybody except for Sami Zayn, but yeah. well, Sami Zayn's got the people's hearts, so I guess that counts. That counts as <laughs> a title. He was um, he wasn't a he wasn't honorary. He wasn't the honorary at that point, so
0: yeah.
1: things were a little different then.
0: Uh, before we get into comic book stuff,
1: one last thing I want to bring up is a conversation
0: that we had about Sasha Banks. And mm-hmm. whether or not she actually needs the WWE. And we've talked about this extensively and I think we both agreed that like Sasha Banks doesn't need the WWE at all.
1: Uh, I, th- I think that sometimes the WWE has a, a problem with recognizing when someone has legitimate crossover potential. They flirted with getting completely behind Banks on multiple occasions. And, and when I say that, I don't mean putting a title on her i mean the the stuff like the you know sending her to do press and, and things like that you know how they feel about you if they c- keep putting you in front of cameras that aren't wwe cameras yeah. to um you know carry the torch for the company yes yeah, like what with, with that go ahead no 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 go ahead, go ahead. i'll wait you to... but but with that she still managed to do things like you know she ended up on the Mandalorian. She's doing some stuff with music. She's she's pushing her own narrative and she's taking the star that that grew within the WWE and and she's she's making it so without them. Um, I think at the end of the day, she can make just as, just as much if not more money in a place like AEW over in Japan. Clearly, but you know we're hearing about this um, you know this deal that she has to wrestle over in New Japan. Um, she's doing it and she she doesn't she hasn't needed the WWE to set any of this stuff up now i say i'll have to say that i don't know that she's done with the WWE. i personally feel like this is all smoke and mirrors um she's probably going to end up winning the royal rumble something like that the reason yeah. why i feel that way is everybody's h- hanging on the fact that she has this deal with new japan but it's not like the WWE won't work with new japan they've done it in the past and they're currently doing it now uh, freaking Jushin Liger had a a, a match at an NXT at an NXT show a few years back. Shinsuke Nakamura is gonna fight the Great Muta in January. Like, okay. so it's not like they don't have a a, a, a a close enough to a working relationship where things could be done. So, I I think that they're taking this as an opportunity to pull the the wool over everyone's eyes. And Shashi Banks is probably gonna end up back in the WWE. That's that's my opinion. Obviously, I don't know, but based on what I've seen. That's the way it looks to me.
0: Yeah, uh, I wanted to say, like, I love that. We, we've we actually had this conversation as well, how you think this is a work. And I agree with you. And honestly, I thought it was, I didn't think about it until you brought it up. But it, it absolutely seems like a work, specifically because it, the WWE has a very Marvel Cinematic Universe way of doing things mm-hmm. where they understand the way their fans work. In how even if everybody knows that Sasha Banks is going to pop up at the Royal Rumble, when they hear her music, everybody watching is going to pop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, I don't think it really, I don't think it really matters what happens with her. Does Sasha Banks need the WWE? I don't think so. We've seen her all over the place. If Trinity Fatu or Naomi, she could probably. She probably needs the WWE more than Sasha does because she doesn't really have the star power that she does. And if we want to get into a colorist thing, it's because Naomi is dark skinned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's a definite reason why mm-hmm. like certain things don't happen because if we're being honest, Naomi has risen in a way that we haven't seen since The Miz.
1: Naomi an interesting parallel
0: Naomi wasn't that great when she first started. She was athletic, but was she like breaking down the house? No. Then she ended up having these random matches. I think it was with, it might have been, I think it was AJ Lee. She had a couple of title matches against AJ Lee where she really shined. And as Mm -hmm. time went on, she got better and better and better. And it didn't necessarily rely on her athleticism to put on a good show. And I compare her to the Miz only because we've talked about the come up that the Miz had. He mm-hmm. was just a reality TV star who wore jorts, Who was an annoying dude who wore jorts. <laughs> and then Vince McMahon liked his thighs, and now he's in a wrestling in a wrestling like wrestling like tights, and he's one of the best world champions that we had in the last like ten years.
1: You know, uh, with the, with the context that we have now, you saying um, Vince McMahon liked his thighs has a whole new meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Hey,
0: this is a great this segue. Let's those worlds out or This is also a great segue to comic book stuff because I swear like Vince McMahon is the juggernaut from like those videos. I feel he's like he's like, bitch, I like your raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> so moving into the stuff that we've seen in WWE. I mean excuse me, from the WWE to 2022 in comic book TV shows and news. And let's talk about the elephant in the room. If you are a fan of DC comics, films and programs, Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. And now while there is a lot to get into it, I think it wouldn't have been a big deal if they didn't go with Henry Cavill at the end of the credits of Black Adam. It got people excited. It got Henry Cavill who talked about being excited about coming back and putting on the blue and red and being the Man of Steel again. The idea that while if you're a comic book fan, Black Adam versus Shazam makes way more sense. However, from a money standpoint, Superman and Black Adam makes way more sense. Less than two months after Black Adam is released, Henry Cavill was told that he will no longer be Superman in the DCE. Now you had an interesting and a very true point to how people are going to look at the next person who plays Superman.
1: I did. Yeah. You said you already hate him, and you don't even know who he is. Oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard not to feel that way. It, it, this always happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, anytime someone, a, a beloved character is recast, people lose their shit. And, I mean, it's happened. This is the second time it's happened with Heavy Co- Cobble. Look at the, the Witcher thing. Uh, who Who's taking over him? Jay Gyllenhaal and shit? Uh, the not-so-hot Hemsworth. There you go. And, and people shat on that immediately. Oh, like the, the dude! We haven't even seen the dude in the costume yet. <laughs> we already hate it. And it's funny because I was on the list of people,
0: and I tweeted. I was like, "It's not even the hot hemmer. It's not even the one everyone wants to see with his <laughs> shirt off."
1: And you know, not not to very delete him, but that's also another part of this. One of the main reasons why the the he left The Witcher, other than some you know creative differences, is he had the Superman stuff coming up. So the, the man ain't got no job now. How you get fired on your day off? Well, he's supposed to be playing in a, uh,
0: I guess, a Warhammer thing. And the only reason I know that is because my uh, future baby mama, even though I got a vasectomy, Shayna Baszler, is (laughs) mom posted something about Henry Cavill getting a, a new job. And I think it's called Warhammer 4000. Yeah, it's a video game. So I guess he's going to be in that. And it's, yep, Henry Cavill next play Warhammer 4000 series for Amazon. Oh, yeah. So allegedly, James Gunn said that they had a really good conversation, him and him, Henry Cavill, and I forget the co-president of the DCEU or whatever it is, they sat down and I guess they had a really good conversation and they hope to work with each other in the future. But we know that 90% of the time of, I hope to work with you in the future, it's basically Uh, Excuse my language, but bye, nigga. (laughs) We're were, were probably never going to see Henry Cavill in another DC Comics movie. Because he did legitimately seem hurt by what
1: happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, he rearranged his whole life to get back to this thing that he he loved doing. And they they shit on him. And, you know, I get the logic behind what James... Gunn and, and uh, you know, I don't know the other individual's name either. I apologize. Uh, but I understand why they'd want to clear the decks. I kind of have a little heartburn around the idea that Gunn himself is going to be directing the next Superman movie. Uh, For me, you know, I, I said I think I said this to you before online. I, I don't know that I want to see Superman set to an 80s soundtrack uh, making Wisecracks. Because it seems that's, you know, that's James Gunn's niche. in in his movies like that that's a thread that in every movie that he directs so it's like mm, I I like James Gunn as a director I trust him as a director I think well that's he right director for Superman I don't know
0: because if the movie is going to be set with him in Metropolis during his early days as a reporter for the Daily Planet we are probably going to get an 80s <laughs> Superman <laughs> that, that, that sound that. Oh, so the gentleman's name is Peter Safran. Thank you. Sorry, Peter. It's So it's one of those things where we don't know what's going on, and I agree with you. I understand where James Gunn is coming from with a lot of things. If you put, if you want to do something that has been unsuccessful, you kind of want to do your best to kind of work on your own merit. This isn't a situation Mm -hmm. where Elon Musk goes into Twitter and fires everybody considering he has no idea what the fuck he's doing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: James Gunn made Guardians of the Galaxy one of the most popular comic book franchises of the last 20 years. Who would give a fuck about Peter Quill, especially being played by the dude who was the fat guy from Parks and Recs? (laughs) But it worked. And I remember the joke where DC said they didn't know how to make a a Wonder Woman movie. And then someone posted, Marvel, hey, I got a talking raccoon in a tree, fuck you. (laughs) The problem I think that a lot of people have with the way DC Comics has been working is specifically because their comic book characters are so iconic that they essentially write themselves. We don't need to see... The last son of Krypton flying through space and like da. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see Batman's mother's pearls. However, I wouldn't mind seeing what Wonder Woman went through when she was growing up. I think that'd be kind of cool. We could see things like Artemis when she was uh, left the Amazon to become, I think, um, to eat uh, the Amazon of Egypt, if I'm not mistaken. Or Nubia. Like, there is a lot to be done there. And like I said, it writes itself, but for some reason, they can't get right.
1: Nope. Uh, they they constantly trip over themselves. Um, you know, I'm not a big uh, Zack Snyder fan, but in I enjoyed the S- Snyder cut, cut for what it was. I, I felt like that would have been a way better movie uh, than what we got. Um, and just reading some of the... The leaked ideas that he had for how his trilogy was going to end—it it all seemed like it, it's comic book level stuff. One of the reasons why people love Endgame so much, um, I'll specifically say the, the the comic book fans love this so much, is because in the end, it, it ended in a huge battle. That's how all these comic book uh, arcs end. These large, uh, you know, uh, cross comic uh, crossover uh, books end in a huge battle. We got to see one of those in live action. Justice League. Ended with Superman beating the shit out of dude. What was his name? Stephen Wolf. Great name. I don't know. <laughs> but that was, it was anti-contracted. It was. And maybe- then Martian Man didn't H- just shows up? <laughs> dude, where were you at when we were fighting this big nigga that was whooping our ass until until Superman came back? You know, my favorite part about that was is you could
0: tell that Bruce Wayne was so annoyed. He was like, <laughs> you know, he got out of bed. Like I think there was a woman in bed with him too. And he gets up and he's like. He was annoyed. He was just like, Why the fuck are you showing up at five o'clock in the morning in my beautiful <laughs> ass house a day late in a dollar fucking short? Now it's one thing if they didn't show us the Martha scene. <laughs> Not the Martha <laughs> scene, the oh, it was the Martha scene. It was like, mm-hmm. so he was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he still didn't show up. What the fuck are you doing? Oh. What were you doing? Uh, and I always uh, start-
1: washing his tights.
0: And I always hearken back to something Javi said. The first time he saw Justice League, he was watching it with me. And he almost got up and left when he saw that scene between the Green Lanterns, the Amazons, the People of Earth, and the uh, Side's crew. He was like, why isn't that just a movie?
1: Mm. <laughs> making like, sense.
0: It's like they missed the boat on so much shit, man. And then it's Henry Cavill news. And I and like I said, we both get it, but maybe wait another couple of years. You know what I mean? And like now, uh, and now James Gunn is getting all this unwarranted hate because of everything DC's done. It's like yo, one like Batgirl getting canceled had nothing to do with James Gunn.
1: No, I'm like, still not, I still don't understand. That's still just baffling to me. Like even if it was bad, just put it on HBO Max. Get was something out
0: of it. I guess it was something about they get an X amount of money in taxes if they never yeah, for the write-off. It, it honestly, like it was the most disappointing thing, I think, for me, because I really wanted to see that movie. Yeah, I was interested. And like Brendan Fraser has been 10 out of 10 as robot man. And the way people were talking about him as Firefly, I was like, oh, this could be something great. But He was Firefly? He was supposed to be Firefly in the background movie.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
0: So here we are now. With nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Bratsky! Bill Bratsky! (laughs) So, I don't even... (laughs) like. It's funny, we, we have all these topics and stuff like that, but... I don't even know where to really begin with the mistakes that DC has made over the years. And I guess now Jason Momoa after Aquaman two, he's going to be Lobo. And it's like, is that official? No, it's still a rumor. I like it. I I love it. I think it's fantastic, but it's also one of those situations where it's like, you're having him. This isn't like Chris Evans who played a couple of combo characters. You're having a guy Play almost the exact opposite of what his character is in the same
1: universe. <laughs> ah, it's not the same universe anymore, though.
0: Ah, yeah, fair enough. You got me
1: there. Which um, and this, I'm a little confused by uh, this this bit of news that we got the other day about how the Superman and Wonder Woman cameos from the Flash movie were uh, are being pulled. I can't wrap my head around why that would be necessary if they they're wiping a the decks. Like, what does it matter if one a woman or Superman show up in the movies?
0: Maybe because they're like, oh, well, it could be, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's probably because it's just going to make people even more frustrated with what could have been. Mm. So when this movie comes out, if it does come out, I'm still not sold on it actually happening, Uh, comes out in 2023, then we'll have to wait and see. I think it's a I don't think it's going to ever come out. I think Ezra Miller is going to do some more dumb shit. And that's going to be that. So let's get into our thoughts on, I'm going to ask you some questions. You tell me the answers. It's like basically based on like what I, what our favorite parts moments and characters of the year are. I'm going to give you a couple of choices. You let me go know from there. Are you ready? Go. best performance. A better character from 2022, Layla, Jennifer
1: Walters, or they're both even? I'm going to have to go even here. Because um, I think the the thing that the two of them have over most of the other characters this year is they are relatable uh, because they seem human. I know that's funny since I one of them I'm talking about turned into a big giant green monster, but you get the point.
0: Wong and Conchu. Or are they uh, Wong, Khonshu, or are they even?
1: Hmm. I have a soft spot in my heart for, for Wong. Wongers? So if, yeah, if, if any of these other questions are Wong versus somebody, the answer is going to be Wongers.
0: <laughs> Valkyrie or Akoya? Oh God, what are you doing to me here? <laughs> Mind you, this is only in 2022, but Valkyrie was the high point of Thor: Love and Thunder
1: to me. I don't think I really like that movie, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, I am going to go with Okoye. Uh She was actually given the opportunity to have legitimate, at length career, uh, character career development, character development um, in Wakanda forever. And yeah. the the actress got to really show her chops. So yeah, I am going to edge Okoye here.
0: All right, uh, Kyo Kulan or Kamala
1: Khan? Who the fuck is KO Kalan? Namor. Why the fuck would you call why would you not call him Namor? I don't understand. What the fuck are we doing
0: here? Because technically his name is KO Kalan. I don't know. I can I'm my fucking American ass talk. Look,
1: look, mom mama named Namor. I'm gonna call him Namor. Mama didn't name him Namor. He got the name after he died. Fine, Namor or Kamala Khan. Oh fuck. I'm gonna go with Kamala. Uh, I don't know why. I think I just mentally flipped the coin in my head. Yeah. Arthur
0: Harrow or Titania? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Titania. How <laughs> 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 come Titania? Because she's hot. I have no shame. No shame.
0: Uh, I, I, You know, I'm not even mad at that on any conceivable level. Who had a better performance in 2022? I already know the answer to this, but I'll ask it anyway. Scarly, Scarlet Witch or Ramanda?
1: Come on. Come I, on, really? I just need to hear you say I'm it. About to call, I'm, about, I'm about to call Dr. Umar so he, he can sit and see the 50,000 lashes for that question. Ramanda, man, come on. Where's my belt at? <laughs> you're, putting,
0: you're putting Shayna Baszler in a comic book. What team does she join? The Bat Family, the Justice League, Sinestro Court, or League of Assassins? League of
1: Assassins. Come on. Even though she does inspire a great fear, <laughs> uh, pick one to fight.
0: A sto- pick one to fight stormtroopers with: Raphael, Damian Wayne, Bullseye, or Old Man Logan. Uh,
1: hmm. Definitely not gonna go with Bullseye because I feel like he's gonna find some way to kill me in this scenario. Probably Damian. I th- I th- I think he's he's gonna have an efficient plan of attack, and I probably won't have to do much.
0: Uh, fair enough. Wolverine, old man Logan is just gonna like go, and mm-hmm. he's not. He's not like, and he may also <laughs> accidentally
1: kill me. He doesn't, <laughs> so, that,
0: he doesn't really have that berserker in him anymore. So, uh, uh, you can rom- trust it if you want. Uh, romance of the year: She Hulk and Daredevil, Thor and Thor, Annie and Huey, or Harley. Harley. I, I saw that one coming, but I figured I had to ask. Yeah. It anyway. uh, Villain of the year: Homelander, Scarlet Witch, Riddler, or no more. Homelander for sure. <laughs> yeah, that that one seemed like almost a, a given. Like he was just the fucking worst. Uh, Comic book hero of the year: Black Panther, Peacemaker, Doctor Strange, or Batman.
1: Give me, give me, the, give them to me again.
0: Black Panther, Peacemaker, Doctor Strange, or Batman.
1: Ooh. Black this Panther re- saved an entire country. I don't know. Doctor Strange saved like the multiverse. Shit, that's tough. I, went, ah, I went, fuck it. what kind of the fabric, motherfucker. I'm going Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Peacemaker. I'm telling you. Umar's gonna Umar's gonna give you an extra 10,000 lashes. <laughs> uh
0: Marvel Studios O snap moment of 2022. What mouth? Ramonda's fate. Miss Marvel is a mutant or John Krasinski as Reed Richards.
1: Hmm. The most impactful was probably um, Kamala Khan being a mutant.
0: I, yeah, I agree. If I had to pick a favorite, that what mouth shit was. <laughs> it
1: was gone. That's someone that made me laugh the hardest, I'll say that.
0: <laughs> it, it wasn't even just what she said. Elizabeth Olsen has this way of doing things as Scarlet Witch. That like people don't notice. It's little subtle things with her face. When she said what mouth, it was a subtle tilt of her head when she said it. What mouth? Mm-hmm. Disappointment cancellation of the year. Batgirl, Star Girl, Wonder Woman, or Batwoman? Stargirl. I love that show. That show had heart. Really? Mm-hmm. So I've heard good things about the show, and I started it. Last week, but I had to really get into Doom Patrol. But that show is really fucking. It was fun, and it seemed like it was going to get really good. It was just, it seemed like a CW show that wasn't exactly a CW show. If that makes uh. sense. Uh-huh. Uh, 457- uh-, uh- member も- of gotcha- uh, I- uh- the Seven, Queen Maeve, Homelander, Black Noir, or the Deep. Who's the best? That dude is the fucking worst. Yes,
1: he is. I love him. All right.
0: And lastly, biggest disappointment of the year. Paper Girls, Thor Love and Thunder, Morbius, or Naomi?
1: Oh, that's tough. Uh, Naomi had such promise. But I think, as far as overall impact is concerned, probably Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, I think the feeling of th- i am calling it a feeling. The, the movie did well. It, it wasn't a—it wasn't a, a, a disaster or anything like that. It just wasn't as good as the previous film. Um, yeah. But I, I think that that movie and, and the reaction to it is one of the things that is forcing Marvel to rethink how they're moving forward. So I think that if, if a movie can have that kind of uh, impact, where it's forcing them to kind of adjust their slate i i I think i think we have to call that the biggest disappointment yeah i'm thinking not in a personal sense but in a global sense
0: i agree i am gonna give an honorable mention to um morbius specifically because the people behind that movie listened to a meme and then put that bitch out a weekend later and it was disastrous. And then that same person put out a meme and said, Hey, we were busy last weekend, but I swear if we put it up this weekend, we'll
1: <laughs>
0: Yo, I own that movie. I was in Did Seattle. I, I was in Seattle with the wife and I wanted to see it and I was gonna rent it, but it wasn't available to rent. We were up. I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll pay the 20 bucks. It can't be that bad. I yeah. was wrong. That movie sucked. Yeah, oh
1: my it's god, it's really bad.
0: That may be the worst movie. That may be the worst comic book movie of the year. Possibly one of the three worst comic book movies of the last twenty years. Yeah, and it's crazy because it, it has
1: such a the the cast was good except Tyrese. Well, you know it, it. That's a given. Anytime he's on a cast, it's always except him. But no, like Matt Smith. Um, freaking uh, Damon is Targaryen <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean it, so it's really really weird that it—it it, actually no I'm lying it's not weird at all that this movie failed this movie should have happened
0: <laughs> we have been lamenting to anybody who will listen about how just because Spider-Man is attached to something the movie will not do good unless Spider-Man is in it
1: yeah one of the key components is you know Spider-Man
0: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the same appeal as like if Saber if there's a Sabretooth movie coming out, I'm gonna go see it and I'm gonna be excited about it. If there's a Lady Deathstrike movie, I may be less inclined, but I'm still excited. If you give me a what's one of his really shitty more shitty villains?
1: Hit No Hustler? No. That's oh, fine again.
0: <laughs> that, that's actually happening.
1: Yeah, I know that was a joke. <laughs>
0: What the fuck is... Uh, Wolverine has a really stupid villain that I don't... Wolverine, Tiger Shark? And, uh, we don't talk about Tiger Shark when it comes T- to Wolverine. What the fuck is his name? There's a really... I, big, Tiger Shark? Bloodscreen. If you put on a Bloodscreen movie, I'm not going to see
1: that. What what the hell is a Bloodscreen? I don't even know who this is.
0: It, it's a day ago, but apparently he's one of according to a lot of fucking websites he's one of Wolverine's top 20 fucking villains, and I'm like Really? <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Yeah, like who gives a fuck about Bloodscreen?
1: Bloodscreen, man, come on!
0: Yeah. Bloodscreen—that sounds like a great metal name.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, just but no. A uh, uh, finisher for a woman wrestler. All right, I oh know she had the
0: blood screen. All right, this has been an episode of a podcast. <laughs> I, I keep saying that because I don't know which episode this is going out on. Uh, but yeah. Tell everyone where they can
1: find you. Uh, above Average LLP on Twitter.
0: Boom. It's <laughs> it's really fun, especially during the wrestling days where you just kind of just go off on the things that annoy you.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, it's work now, so I'm forced to watch it whether, whether I want to or not, and I, I can be a bit on the surly side when stupid things happen, and I can't get out of it.
0: So what's the most annoying thing that's happened to you this year when, when watching wrestling?
1: Um, well, it's not a particular uh, in, individual or individual. It's a, a certain setup. Anytime a overly long talking segment leads into a tag team match or a, a six-man <laughs> tag match or eight-man, it's just, it's, oh my God, it's so, so annoying. Number one, the long talking segments are the worst because transcribing them is annoying as hell. And, and then those multi-person matches are so hard to, um. Uh, to actually keep focus on it it's 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 the seventh seventh layer of hell for me
0: one of my favorites um, i'm going through your tw- your twitter and because i'm trying to find one where like it can completely um uh, all everything that you talk about when it comes to comic books uh, not comic books to so wrestling Conan rips top AEW stars for playing video games instead of learning from Vets Wrestling. You responded, I mean, you can play video games at home. You're at work to work. Based on what I've seen on Wednesday nights, folks need those free classes more than beating each other's high scores on Smash Bros. I mean, am I wrong? No. (laughs) The amount of botches that you send me... (laughs) I just wish the person who's doing the Acknowledge Me videos was still doing them.
1: They'll come back, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: All right, man. This has been either the Old Man Wade or the oh. Black Nerds Podcast. I don't know what <laughs> this is going to be. And you know what? It's it, It'll be what it is. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade!